0: Welcome back to the Leaders and Best podcast. We're your hosts, Katie and Jordan. Last week, we shared some of our favorite ways to get involved around campus through clubs and organizations. We seem to have an endless amount of stories to share about meeting friends and building communities through our student orgs.
1: But that's not the only way to meet people on campus. When I lived in a residence hall my freshman year, one of the ways I got to know the people on my hall was through meals in the dining hall. People would stop by open doors and invite people to go get lunch or dinner with them downstairs. I'd sometimes forget about eating dinner altogether and end up in my friend's doorway for an hour just chatting. But the most exciting part, of course, was when we finally got down to the dining hall to eat.
0: I completely agree with you, Jordan. I lived in a small residence hall called Oxford, and one of my favorite memories was seeing the same faces every morning at breakfast in the dining hall. We would eat together, hop on the bus, head to our first classes for the day, and eventually we would all find our way back to the dining hall at the end of the day, and I would see a lot of the same people eating dinner.
1: But enough about Katie and me. We know you're all here to get the inside scoop about the food scene in Ann Arbor. So we brought along some of our admitted student programming leaders who also happen to be current students and food connoisseurs to share their favorite spots with you.
2: Hi, my name's Mark. I'm a sophomore in the College of Literature, Science and the Arts. I'm originally from Westfield, New Jersey, and I am tentatively majoring in sociology.
3: Hi, my name is Justin. I'm a junior studying film and communications. I'm from Rybrick, New York, which is about 30 to 45 minutes outside of the city. And I've got a lot to say about food here.
4: Hi, my name is Meghana. I'm a junior from Troy, Michigan, and I'm studying computer engineering with a minor in
0: math. Thank you all so much for joining us today. Before we talk about food spots around Ann Arbor, everybody's biggest question is always how good is the food in the dining hall? So we're going straight to the source with students who have enjoyed many, many meals in the dining halls to tell us all about it.
2: Yeah, I definitely got my money's worth of the meals in the dining halls. I always enjoyed very much the food that I ate. I lived in South Quad my freshman year, and in my opinion, South Quad has the best dining hall. But no matter where you're living, you're either going to be in a building with a dining hall or you're going to have one across the street. And if you're living on campus, you're always going to have an unlimited meal plan. That meant that if I was going to a class that was 11.30 and it was 11.25, I could run in on my way out, grab a chocolate chip cookie, and eat it on the way to class. Always super convenient, and I really loved it for that.
3: Yeah, the unlimited meal plan is great. Um, I think especially because of what you touched on is you can just run in and get a cookie. Uh, I was definitely not a South Quad guy, I do have to say. Uh, while I didn't like it very much, I was located on the Hill campus just a ways away, and we had the best dining hall, in my opinion, which was Mosher Jordan Dining Hall, uh, and there's a reason that they say Mojo Cookies and not South Quad Cookies, and I just wanted to say that on the podcast for all the listeners so that you guys can know next year, um, but even beyond just the cookies, there are great food options, you know, each dining hall has, has their different specialties. Uh, I know that some times I would want a meal uh, that was you know, maybe originated from another country. Sometimes I would want a meal that was just a slice of pizza and I'd always have that option there. Um, I know grilled cheese and tomato soup was always a perfect option. Same with things like grilled chicken and then you could also branch out and maybe go out a bit out of your comfort zone. I know I tend to be a picky eater so uh, it was definitely cool to be able to have that opportunity but then always kind of go back to, to pizza or chicken if I felt like I wanted to.
2: Yeah, there are also a lot of different theme nights too. So on top of the variation, uh, there were a few times where I walked into Mosher Jordan and there were some pretty uh, zany themes going on. One time was Flavortown, so everything was Guy Fieri, diners, drive-ins, and dives themed. I had some excellent fries that night. I was not ashamed of them at all. They were so good. There's also a Hot Cheeto Night, Hipster Brunch, uh, Avocado Toast Night, the list goes on. I honestly can't remember all of them.
3: Yeah, I do have to say, Flavortown was definitely a freshman year uh, highlight. They had this Captain Crunch chicken. It was pretty bonkers, but it was absolutely delicious. And uh, my one complaint is that it only came once a year. Also, they decorated dining hall with all these pictures of Guy Fieri, which is always a nice touch. That's
2: true. That was so great. There was this one guy who walked around in a Guy Fieri costume. I think he actually gave himself frosted tips. It was like the cherry on top. But in addition to that, the South Quad in particular also had a Thanksgiving dinner night. I think I stopped into the dining hall at least three times and had three full dinners to myself just because the turkey was so good.
3: And then just on like dining hall hours and things like that, uh, the dining halls tend to be open uh, decently late, but kind of only past dinner time. So most will close around 9pm, but they'll open pretty early in the morning around 7am. So they are pretty much open most of the day. Uh, The hours tend to differ on weekends, um, but that tends to be all right just because as we'll talk later, we'll talk more about the off-campus food scene, which is obviously fantastic in Ann Arbor. Uh, And then as Mark kind of mentioned, you'll either be living in, in a residence hall that has a dining hall uh, or you'll be living in a residence hall that's across the street from a dining hall. So you'll always have food close by and dining halls, as, as Magna's as will touch on in a bit, uh, tend to be very accommodating with all of these things.
4: One thing about dining halls that's definitely important to discuss are those dietary restrictions and your options for food if you do have any of those restrictions. Um, This is something that I was worried about a lot before I got to college, um, especially because I am a vegetarian. I thought that the meals that I would get would be much worse than the non-vegetarian meals and it would be difficult to stay healthy and also eat food that i wanted to eat and it doesn't help that i'm also pretty picky about food too Um, however i found that the dining halls were amazing about making good food accessible to everyone Um, at every dining hall there would be entrees that would come in two versions there would be the non-vegetarian version and then there would also be a vegetarian or a vegan version of the exact same meal so this could be something as simple as like changing beef to be beans or changing up the meal completely to make it um, more appealing to those who wanted to eat vegan that day. The Michigan app um, also showed what meals are being offered at each of the dining halls and that always helped me figure out what I wanted to eat that day which satisfied the picky side of me. And on top of that, there was always a salad bar, a yogurt bar, a sandwich area at every single dining hall in case I wanted something to fall back on. Um, I lived in Mary Markley my freshman year, and I really liked their make your own pizza station and their make your own burger station because it was a great place to kind of experience all the different variety while making sure that I could still um, keep my dietary restrictions in mind. Um, And I actually found the vegetarian options to be so good that I got an off-campus meal plan when I moved into my apartment as a sophomore, um, because I found that eating in the dining halls actually kept me much, much healthier than making my own food. Um, The dining hall staff also do a really good job of making it clear um, what ingredients are in each meal. There's a sign next to where the food is placed with the ingredient list, the number of calories, as well as symbols to indicate common dietary restrictions like vegan, vegetarian, kosher, halal, um, any dairy or peanuts, and many, many other um, common restrictions. And these symbols are also listed on that Michigan app. And if you have any other restrictions that aren't explicitly listed, in my experience, there's always a staff member roaming around that you can ask in the dining halls for more information about the food, um, or if you need any alternatives, they're happy to get that for you if it will help you meet your specific needs.
1: On that note, it's also important to consider that when you're looking to eat on campus, it may not just be the dining hall that helps you to meet those dietary restrictions. So for example, If you're someone who keeps kosher, there are Hillel meals and you can work through Hillel to have a meal plan through there. And there are other resources available for students on campus to find food that fits their dietary restrictions as well. So like Meghana said, the dining hall does a fantastic job of helping you out, but know that there are even more resources available to you beyond the dining hall as well. But even though the dining hall is super convenient during the day, it's not open 24/7. Another thing you can do on that Michigan app is find the hours for each dining hall. But if it's a little bit late at night, maybe I'm out studying at the Ugly and the dining halls are closed, but I need a bag of Cheez-Its or I'm going to fail my exam the next day.
2: What do I do? The answer to that, Jordan, is the cafes. Namely in the Ugly, I have gone to Burt's quite a lot. It's the cafe on the first floor of the Ugly uh, in the loudest part, so everyone's talking around you. I have purchased a few more cappuccinos at 10 p.m. that I'd be proud to admit, but it's super resourceful. You can get coffee there, you can get hot drinks, you can get snacks. You can get little protein smoothie bottles if you want to. So there's plenty of different options for you there. And there's plenty of ways to keep you fed, even late at night when those dining halls are closed.
3: Yeah, and beyond that, uh the new student union also opened up last year, uh which brought with it a plethora of great restaurants, uh most notably my favorite Panda Express, uh which is a great option for many students including myself. There's also a Subway, a pizza spot on the way. Um, a burger restaurant and coffee shops, including a Panera Bread. Uh, So that's a great option because the union is located just in the center of campus. Uh, It's also a great study spot. So like Mark mentioned with the ugly, uh, you can study somewhere all day and still get those food options. Uh, Segwaying into just another one of these options is the Michigan League, uh, which is another one of our student unions where a lot of kids choose to study. Uh, They also have these specials where Monday through Friday they'll have different food options. Uh, I remember I think on Tuesdays they offer chicken shawarma and I know I would always swing by the Michigan League pick up one of those uh, eat it and then study for the rest of the day. Uh, whether or not that was the healthiest option I'll leave that to you but I know for me it was just so fun and, and just an amazing way to spend my Tuesdays and all of this is takeout as well so while I often chose to sit there maybe you know have some friends join me. Uh, you can also certainly take it wherever you need to go, uh, and even eat it on the way to class if you have to. Uh, so Michigan overall is just generally a very easy place to find the food that you need, especially if you're on campus. Now, a lot of these
1: stories are from non-COVID times, and while we of course hope that everything is as close to normal as possible when you all come to campus in the fall, COVID still leaves us unsure of exactly what that'll look like. Right now, because of COVID, instead of eating in the dining halls or eating in one of those student unions, for example, students will pick up to go meals. You still get your choice of food options from each station, and you can check the menus online the same way before you go so you know exactly what to look for. You'll also be able to find each dining hall's hours to know when you're able to go pick up that food. So even if things aren't totally back to normal in the fall, you'll still be able to get all your food through your meal plan.
0: We're going to take just a brief break now and share what our guests from today's episode love about the University of Michigan.
3: My favorite thing about Michigan isn't so much a thing rather than an idea. Everyone who goes here I've felt is a Michigan student first and foremost. Doesn't matter if you live outside the country, doesn't matter if you have a completely different background, a completely different story, completely different interests than one another everyone comes together and realizes and recognizes that they're a Michigan student. And it really creates a sense of unity that, you know, the more time I spend here, the more time I, I really feel that. And I really feel that in every part of the school, it, it just carries itself through. And I love that about this school. And I, and I love that, you know, everyone's so willing to help each other and, and foster this environment where uh, you're accepted and, and you know, you're appreciated at the end of the day. I mean, uh, I just feel appreciated being here, and I've felt that since the day I walked into campus. Besides that, the fries in Moshe Jordan Dining Hall are great. I love them to death. I'll talk about them nonstop. Uh, less of a, I guess, less of a substantial thought there, but I guess that would be my favorite um, small little detail about Michigan that I love.
2: My favorite thing about Michigan is definitely that despite a student body of like over 30,000, and the insane diversity of perspectives among students here, you can still find and feel a part of a incredibly tight knit and supportive and collaborative community among the students. People will work together on complex problems for their upper level organic chemistry class, And then the next day meet up at the big house to watch the football game even if they you know like me don't know a thing about football we're there for fun and that was something that i never expected to be able to find at such a large school but i love more than anything the fact that i don't need to sacrifice the abundance of resources that michigan offers for that sense of belonging and that sense of community and that pride in just being a michigan wolverine is, to me, one of the best things about being at Michigan.
0: Welcome back. We spent the first part of our episode talking about the dining halls, but they aren't the only spot where you'll be eating on campus. One of my favorite things the past few years has been exploring the Ann Arbor food scene, and I'm sure every student would say the same thing. While we on the Leaders and Best podcast don't have the power to give the university's official endorsement for particular Ann Arbor restaurants, we do still want to tell you about some of our favorite places.
2: Yeah, we can always just start off with the classics. Um, I think anyone coming to Ann Arbor is gonna recognize Zingerman's by name. I certainly did, even being an out-of-stater. Went there, got the number two Reuben when I first toured campus. I was not upset with it at all. It was absolutely delicious. There are other few classic ones as well. Uh, Frida Batitos is pretty cool. It's like Cuban-inspired street food, burgers, fries. I always fill up when I go there. Hola Seoul has these really cool kimchi fries as well. They're this um, Mexican-Korean fusion restaurant as well on North State Street. And I love going to all the rest of the restaurants. They're at max a 10-minute walk from my house. So it's always great
3: to stop by there. Yeah, I'll definitely add the number two Reuben is absolutely sublime. So it's really fantastic. Um, I'm from New York, so I know that pizza was a very big selling point uh, that I hoped Ann Arbor would have. Uh, And actually, my freshman year, they opened up the first Joe's Pizza, which is in New York City staple. Uh, They opened the first one outside of New York City and they opened it in Ann Arbor. uh, I think one of the owner's relatives, or the owner himself, had gone to the University of Michigan, uh, and that was amazing because it was so cool to see like a cultural sensation from where I'm from come to Ann Arbor, and it was just, you know, no pun intended, a little slice of home, uh, literally in Ann Arbor. So I love Joe's Pizza, and it's located right on campus, right near class, so it's such an easy thing to literally pick up on the way to class. So uh, I go there all the time, so you'll definitely spot me there if you're here next year. Uh, Just on Joe's Pizza, Joe's Pizza has a ton of outdoor dining spaces, uh, which is really great to talk about now uh, because outdoor dining has become so important uh, with COVID and COVID safety. Um, There's a lot of uh, great options in downtown Ann Arbor, specifically. Um, They have a bunch of restaurants that have COVID safe greenhouses uh, that will keep you warm during the winter months, but also keep you safe. Uh, You might still need to suit up for the cold weather, though. Uh, I would still recommend bringing a jacket just because heaters only do so much, but it is such a great option, especially if you want to go out to eat with your friends, Uh, but you're worried about eating indoors. You can always head over to one of these greenhouses, uh, and you'll always feel safe, and just feeling safe makes makes, makes it so that you also enjoy your food better as well.
2: Now that we have to spend most of our time outdoors as well, my friends and I, whenever we want to hang out, socially distanced, outside, we'll normally pick up maybe some boba from one of the, I think, five new stores that opened up in the last 12 months. You can always go to Share Tea, that's on State Street, Cha Time's my personal favorite on Maynard. Go in, grab a cup, go on a walk around the Arb with your friends, use a straw, it's perfect, completely safe, totally fun, great time to go outdoors. In addition to all the restaurants and formal eating establishments, there's also a lot of cafes off campus where you can go and study, meet up with friends, hang out, enjoy a nice latte. My personal favorite's Literati. It's a little farther away, but only by another five minute walk from central campus. They've got this incredible upstairs cafe area where you can buy a coffee, peruse the different books that they've got in their bookstore and also just get some work done. I always really enjoy going there and I'm gonna enjoy going there a lot once it opens back up after COVID.
1: So I know we just threw a ton of restaurant names at you, and I'm gonna add one more because Jerusalem Garden is my personal favorite, but don't feel like you have to memorize them all right now. Don't worry, there's no pop quiz at the end of the episode, and you can also find them all listed at annarbor.org, which is the city's tourism website. It lists all the restaurants in town and will maybe help you make a choice when you and your roommates have the super difficult conversation about what you're going to get for dinner that night. All of my roommates and I are incredibly indecisive. So sometimes that conversation feels a little bit like pulling teeth, not because of lack of options, but because sometimes it feels like there's just so many. So this website could help you figure out what restaurant is right for you and your roommates.
0: I also love Jerusalem Garden Jordan but I have to say that one of my favorite restaurants of all time in Ann Arbor is Jefferson Market. It's this little hole in the wall breakfast place in one of the neighborhoods in downtown Ann Arbor. They have the best breakfast burritos and don't even get me started on the huevos rancheros. They're so delicious. I could get them out any morning, any day of the week. But while I love eating out in Ann Arbor, a big concern of mine before coming to campus was the cost of eating out and how that was going to add up over three, four years of being a student at Michigan.
1: And as college students, we're all too familiar with the famous ramen diet, but it's also possible to eat out in Ann Arbor on a budget. In fact, years ago, some students started a resource that's still being added to today called Being Not Rich at UM. It's a Google Doc and living guide to help make Michigan as affordable as possible to students, and they devote an entire section to food. They talk about discounts at Ann Arbor restaurants, strategies for grocery shopping, and even some spots to find free food around town.
0: Also, as nice as it sounds to eat out a bunch or even find some free food from time to time, since moving off campus, I make most of my food at home. So for those of you that live off campus now, How have you handled the transition from your parents cooking all of your food to moving to the dining halls to then doing it all on your own?
3: Yeah, that's definitely something I was super concerned about just because I knew that the unlimited meal plan was only for that first year. You can certainly opt into one. Uh, I know a bunch of my friends uh, opted into more meal plans after their first year, Uh, but it's also super easy to learn how to provide for yourself and cook for yourself. Uh, So currently there are no grocery stores downtown, however, they are adding a Target, uh, which is going to be that grocery hub in Ann Arbor, which I'm super excited for because now we can finally walk and get a ton of groceries. Um, But right now it's really not too hard to do that either. Um, They have a service called The Ride here, which is the Ann Arbor public transit system. And it's a free bus in Ann Arbor, all you have to do is swipe your student ID and it can take you to Meijer, TJ's, Kroger, Whole Foods, the list goes on and on and on. Uh, And Meijer and Costco also do delivery, so if you don't think that you want to hop on a bus and get your groceries, you can also have someone else drop them off for you. Uh, I know my best option has been hopping in a car with one of my friends and going. Um, I don't have a car myself, but just having a friend who has a car has been super useful uh, just because we can get a massive grocery haul together and all the groceries pile up that you can't even see out the windows but it's so fun and it's a great roommate bonding experience as well.
2: Yeah another great resource for groceries even on campus for UM students is the Mason Blue Covered Uh, It's a food pantry program run through the university where you don't have to show proof of financial insecurity or anything. You can just go in, you swipe your M card, and you're able to pick up, you know, basic produce, fruits, vegetables, uh, non-perishables, canned goods, whatever you might need that week. It's a great place to go if you're in a pinch, and it's something that many of my friends have definitely used uh, so far during their time at Michigan. In addition to that, even if you don't need groceries, but you need things like cooking utensils, pots, pans, spatulas, ladles, they also have a rental program through the Basin Blue Cupboard. So you can go in there at the beginning of the semester, pick up a pot, swipe your M card, they'll write it down, and you can use that pot all throughout the semester. And as long as you bring it back, you'll be golden. So I think that's a really good resource for students and I'm always really happy to share it.
3: As I mentioned earlier, you can also opt into optional meal plans after your freshman year. And this is a really cool tool because you don't necessarily have to get an unlimited one. You can get anywhere between 50 and 125 swipes or do that unlimited one if you feel that that's the best option that suits you. And this is just great because if you love dining hall food and you feel like you'll miss it, uh, you can always head back and get it. You can also use your blue box, uh, which is the campus currency. Uh, I know I've gone a few times just because I've been missing that, that Mosher Jordan cookies and Mosher Jordan pizza. Uh, so I would go back, just swipe my, my M card, uh, use my blue box and actually be able to eat in the dining hall. Uh, So that's just a great option and it's always there for you in case you want to use it.
2: And if you're like me and you were a little nervous about learning to cook for yourself in college, I can attest it is definitely a learning curve, at least in the beginning. Get some practice at home while you can. My housemates and I actually have all bonded over how to correctly boil pasta. It did take us a few tries, but we got there. And by week two, we had edible spaghetti, which was absolutely incredible. We were so proud of ourselves. But if you're worried about making these huge elaborate meals for yourself, you can always buy little prepped to go meals at Trader Joe's. They have a lot of really nice little dishes that you could buy for yourself. Just microwave during the week if you have a busy schedule. And in addition to that, as Justin was talking about earlier with groceries, you can save a lot of money by ordering food in bulk. As we mentioned earlier, there's a lot of delivery programs. If you sign up for something like Instacart, you can actually get multiple grocery stores orders delivered to your house all in one sitting. There is a slight markup, but my housemates and I have found it very affordable and it works really well with their schedules because a lot of us are busy and not all of us do have the time to go to the grocery store every week
1: mark please know that i'm super proud of you and i know it's not easy boiling pasta is about the ceiling of my skill level and even now having lived off campus for almost three years i still live mostly off of pasta and bagels so know that you can survive off of food that's pretty easy to make i'm still here i won't necessarily say with confidence that i turned out okay but i'm doing fine
0: I can't say that I'm exactly the same. You will most definitely find me making meals way too elaborate for my college house kitchen, and I'm sure my roommates are sick of me looking up Food Network recipes every other day of the week just to make something that comes out barely edible. But in all seriousness, I do want to say thank you to Justin and Mark for writing the recipe for today's episode, and to Megna for adding her ingredients as well.
1: Throughout today's episode, we talked all about our favorite spots to eat in Ann Arbor, and of course, the transition to cooking your own pasta. Next week, we'll talk about another important transition adjusting to college academics. Join us for the first of a two-part episode on transitioning to college to hear from current students about their classroom experiences and learn about some really valuable resources.
0: And as always, please check out Enrollment Connect for more chances to talk to current students about life at Michigan. We'll talk to you all again soon.
1: And until then, Go Blue!
0: Thank
2: you so much for tuning into this week's episode of the Leaders and Best podcast. Make sure to check out our next episode posted on Friday. To stay informed on admission information, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at umishadmissions or University of Michigan Admissions on Facebook. And connect with us for all things Michigan at U of Michigan on Instagram, UMich on Twitter, and University of Michigan on Facebook. Use the hashtag Victors2025 to stay connected with us. If you have any questions about the podcast, email us at campusdayumich.edu
4: at with podcast in the subject line. Till next time, go blue.